Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. This is Sean Azaro, and you are listening to Reaching for Real Life. Hey, welcome to Reaching for Real Life with Pastor Sean Azaro, Baron Wiley here. We're rocking out again. I love it. Sean, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Having a good time here at the Real Life Amphitheater. Uh, we're just jamming to our theme song as we do. It doesn't get old, Baron. It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> it, it has staying power. It, I, th- I think so. These things, uh, hymns, and uh, they, they last, right? This is based on which famous hymn? Uh, leaning on the Everlasting Arms. But it doesn't really come through in that little bit that we've no. played. <laughs> but this is the way you do it in church. Which, uh, you know what? We, I tell you what. Let's talk about worship maybe, maybe next week. You want to talk about worship? Yeah, because sure. you're a worship leader, right? I, I am. I am. That That's a good tease. Let's do that. Okay. Let's uh, Next week, we will talk a little bit about worship ministry, because a lot of people may not know I did that for oh, yeah. n- many years. You were my worship leader as a teenager. Youth pastor and worship leader. So wow. there. So there's that. Let's <laughs> get on a door. How do you get all those titles on? <laughs> you did, did you have a door back then, uh, Sean? More of a more of a entry to a cube or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, but today, Pastor Sean, we've got something real special. What's, what's coming up today? Today, we're going to talk with Dave McCall, who is the CEO, executive director of uh, the Pregnancy Care Center. Yeah. And I wanted to get Dave in here and just kind of talk a little bit in light of the leaked Supreme Court ruling. Right. Okay. The potential overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh, wanted to get his views and hear kind of what he thought and, and also how that's going to impact them. Just it, it's a great conversation. It was a great interview. I'm looking forward to playing that for you guys. That's going to be a neat, uh, neat thing because this is a this mm-hmm. is a serious uh, issue that has a lot of people up in arms, a lot of people worried, concerned, happy, joyful. It's a very challenging time. Well, what concerns me are the people that are concerned about the whole thing. In fact, I don't think this happened uh, for Dave McCall, uh, but have you seen that there's been an uptick in attacks against the pro-life? Yeah, uh, yeah. not churches and uh, pregnancy care centers, things like that. Yeah, vandalism, things like that. And, you know, uh, this is a very emotionally charged issue. And a lot of the people uh, who don't want to see this overturned are people who will kind of do whatever it takes. Right. You know, right. Meanwhile, this just happened a couple of days ago. The Oklahoma governor signs the nation's strictest abortion ban. I mean, it, it, yeah. people are move to these states if this is how you feel. But man, if it's gonna, the power's going to go to the state. Oklahoma's right. already all over it. Right. Well, and, and one of the things is I don't, I, I haven't looked at the actual ban that they're talking about, but they still give exceptions for the saving the life of the mother. I think rape and incest are also included as exceptions. And so, again, if we really believe this is the saving of a human life, mm-hmm. then I, I don't find those that extreme. I understand that different people will set different time frames. And I understand, man, I understand that even people who love Jesus and are following the Lord have different views on how to implement this. 
But I think if we recognize that, hey, our, our point is we believe life begins at conception. And so now we're saying, okay, what we're doing is protecting human life. Mm. Uh, as we're about to uh, interview uh, Dave McCall here, Pastor John, you've been a longtime supporter of it. Matter of fact, because of this thing, you've got to meet Dinesh D'Souza oh, yeah. and a bunch of other oh, yeah. big folks there. Oh, Lee Strobel. And the, the, the Pregnancy Care Center has a great uh, gala yeah. every year to help raise funds and raise awareness. And so they brought in some really cool speakers. It's yeah. been great. Well, we'll have to get those on. Charlie Kirk. Hey, did you ever get him lined up? Is Charlie? Man, was that he guy, nothing. He was so friendly in person. Yeah, go figure. Call my guy. Yeah, I'll be on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like Charlie's got other things bigger, <laughs> even than this. <laughs> hey, we're growing big. I'm telling you, it's coming. Huge. Matter of fact, uh, well, we, more, more stuff to tease later. Some good cool. things are happening cool. with this podcast. Right, Excellent. John, introduce our guest. Hey, Dave McCall from the Pregnancy Care Center. And uh, this is a conversation on possibly overturning Roe v. Wade, on abortion, on what we can do to actually be a part of the solution. So here's the conversation with Dave McCall. Well, Dave, thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah, glad to be here. Now, okay, you and I are just reminiscing old guy, down, going down old guy memory lane. We met when you were at Wayside Chapel as a youth pastor, yes. and you were desperate for <laughs> desperate, desperate for, for music. For music, yes, and yes. you brought me in to do. I think I did a youth service first, and then a retreat. And I brought remember Jason Miller, the long hair guitar player kid. Mm-hmm. I brought him with me. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That was uh, had to have been back in the early nineties, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, we're not that old, so Can't uh, you got to be off on your numbers. Cannot be. Well, lots changed since then. You've come Absolutely. a long way. You're, uh, you know, you now lead the ministry at the Pregnancy Care Center. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Okay, give give us your little elevator speech to someone say who just wow. goes, "Wow, I don't know what you do." Tell me about it. Where do we start? You know, so many good things. Uh, I I started out at the Pregnancy Care Center as the full time fundraiser for five years. In the last uh, ten years, I've been the CEO of uh, the Pregnancy Care Center there on Lewis Pasteur. We're right at, almost at the corner of Lewis Pasteur and Babcock. We have been in existence for now 40 years. We're in our 41st year of ministry, and so we've come a long ways. It's just been an incredible thing. So I already forgot the question. What do we do? How do people find us? Well, what what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, but just tell us a little bit about, because, you know, I know people, you know, we're going to get to, and we're going to talk a little about Roe v. Wade, and that conversation mm-hmm. is all right mm-hmm. in the forefront of people's minds right. again. But what does the Pregnancy Care Center do in the context of this whole thing? Well, here's our mission statement, which is really great, which kind of sums it all up, and then I'll, I'll talk about that, is we exist for the purpose of providing a Christ-centered plan for unplanned pregnancies. Mm. So that's our, that's like our, that. that's that's our mission focus. Our, our, our vision is we would like to see a city where every child is safe in the womb. Mm. So we're making some huge, huge steps toward that. And uh, basically, young girls that find themselves pregnant, we see women pregnant from anywhere between the age of, ready for this, 13 years of age, mm all the way up to as old as 45, 46 years. Right. They find themselves pregnant, unplanned, and uh, they're in a panic. And so they they Google abortion. Right. And our name, Pregnancy Care Center, comes up in the search. Now, we used to come up much higher in the search. It's a little bit more difficult because our far-left crazy culture and everything that's going on, Google now uh, requires that our – our search says we do not provide abortions. Really? Oh, yeah. They started mm. that two years ago. So that's really uh, kind of 
cut down some of our, our well your name pregnancy care center doesn't really imply an abortion well it doesn't mm-hmm. and and it's not that we're trying to be deceitful or anything it's it's that when they're googling abortion and they're in a panic and they hear the word and that's one of the reasons why so many pregnancy care centers across the country used to be for decades were crisis pregnancy centers that's what that's all we heard most right. of them have all changed their name because women or when they're in that panic don't see themselves, believe it or not, as in a crisis. Mm. They just want some some answers. So when they see the the name pregnancy care center, they go, "Well, I want I want care." Right. So All they right. so they call us. You know, our our number is there, and they call us. One of the first things they do is they say, "Well, you know, especially if they're in a panic, they say, do you do abortions?'" Well, no, we do not. We believe in ethics. We believe in integrity, and so we obviously tell them the truth and we say no we do not provide abortions well a lot of them will just slam the phone down right then and there right but if there's a half a second pause we will say to them but what type of abortion are you planning on having whoa well 99.9 percent of them don't realize that there are two different types of abortion and those two types of abortions are performed based on how far along they are so then the next question trained operator uh, receptionist answers the phone says well um how far along are you in your pregnancy well i think i'm seven or eight weeks well if you would like to come in make an appointment and we will give you a lab grade pregnancy test all of our services are free and confidential we'll give you a lab grade pregnancy test for free and uh, we will have a nurse manager uh read that for you discuss that with you we provide free sonograms because you as a woman uh would want to make the most informed educated decision that you for what you're about to go do would you not yes i would would you like to make an appointment sure and they come in okay so when they come in then we just simply we don't believe in beating people over the head or zero guilt and shame uh we are uh, guilt, guilt-free zone, and so we're simply there to show them the love and grace mm. of Christ, and just to simply lavish them with care, with with concern, with grace, and to explain to them just the medical facts right. of what they're about to go do. I think that's a fantastic, and I know I know the people who work with you. Yes. I know the compassion. I know the love that they pour into this. Okay, you worked development first, mm-hmm. fundraising with Pregnancy Care Center. You kind of rose up within the ranks into where you're now the, the CEO of the organization. Why are you so passionate about this ministry, Dave? Because you are. I mean, I see how you work. You network. You do whatever it takes to try to help this mission be accomplished. Why is that such a passion for you? It is a passion for me because it all started with uh, my life getting turned upside down with mm. a former relationship my uh, ex-wife many many years ago 10 years before i ever met her uh, had had an abortion and uh, did not have healing from it Mm. and one thing led to another and after uh, many many years of ministry and and married um, the marriage ended and uh, i was left outside the church and judged and ridiculed and slandered for that and uh i spent the next year on a man's ranch uh mowing grass and picking up rocks Mm. and at the end of uh that year when i told the uh this gentleman who is god had blessed financially a great deal he's uh 
a man in our in our community is just a godly humble man and i went to him and i said what can i do to keep another family from being destroyed by the tentacles and the consequences of abortion right well this man was was on the board at the pregnancy care center mm. and he knew my whole story and i literally had been weeping that morning all the way up to the front gate i had picked up rocks for an entire year out of fields in his ranch and mowed grass and everything else. I had been weeping and I walked up, but he's an international traveler, seldom at the ranch. And I drive through the front gate and I out loud said, father, what can I do to keep another family from being destroyed by abortion? And I drive up through the front gate. I go to the barn and there he stands at seven o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And I get out and I said to him, uh, I'll call him, I'll call him Bob. Uh, and I said, Bob, what can I do to keep, uh, you know, another family from being destroyed by the tentacles of abortion? And, and you know my story. And he looked at me and he said, can you, can you uh, raise funds? And I said, I've never raised funds before in my life. I, I said, I've been in ministry. I've been in the pastorate all, all my life. I said, you know, I barely passed uh, algebra when I was in high school. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And he said, but you have a story. Yeah. And I want you to listen to me. I want you to go home and I want you to write up a, a job description for fundraising. Bring it back to me, and I have to have it tomorrow morning right here. And so I went home that day, brought it back the next morning. He said, oh, this is fantastic. Thanks. You can go to work. I was like, well, where's the compassion? <laughs> go get There's go, more rocks. Go, go pick up some more rocks. <laughs> and that night, he went to a board meeting, didn't know that it was scheduled, and the board had been praying for three months as to whether to accept a $150,000 a year grant from the government because the pregnancy care center was basically broke. And so they went around the room. They had all been praying, and they all said, no, 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 because if they accepted the grant, we would no longer be able to pray with our clients or right. share the gospel. Right. They all said no. They got to him, and he said it's unanimous. It's no, and I know what we need to do. We're going to hire Dave McCall as our fundraiser. He's got a story. And they said, you've lost your mind. We don't have any money. He said, we're going to step out in faith. And I literally mm. used to drive around San Antonio, stop at construction sites in the parking lot and weep and cry my eyes out and say, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. What do I do? Mm. And the phone would ring. I'm not kidding you. The phone would ring, not every time, but often. And the phone would ring and some guy would say, hey, Dave, this is John. Mm. You knew me at Wayside 20 years ago. I heard you were in some kind of ministry. You want to go to lunch and tell me about it? And I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how it started. Man, Dave, that's and awesome. Millions and millions of dollars have been raised. So the very thing that the evil one used to destroy ministry, reputation, marriage, everything else, God used to put me there yeah. to save lives. Mm. Now, and I love the way you guys articulate your mission and your vision, lives saved. And that's, that's what we need to understand. You know, if you're listening to this, and maybe, you know, I, I've recently had a couple different conversations with people who I love and respect, but who are really left leaning from where I would stand and, you know, well, but what about this? What about that? And why do you believe the way you do about abortion? I'm like, because I believe life begins at conception Amen. and we're talking about saving lives. Well, that's your religious belief. Now murder, we all believe murder should be illegal. Why, Mm -hmm. why does Mm -hmm. the, why does the location or even the age of the person make a difference? Now, one of the things you do to kind of help people see this you mentioned it briefly a minute ago, the sonograms. Yes. Okay. 
that is such a powerful thing. Describe the impact that that has. Because you, you guys had to raise some significant funds to be able to do that, right? That, right. Those machines, they're not, they're not giving those away at Target. They're $40,000 a piece. We have two, two sonos and you know, two sonogram rooms. Yeah. Right. What kind of impact does that have? Huge impact. Well, first of all, you need to know that, that when uh, Planned Parenthood was, was doing abortions, Texas is one of seven states that requires abortion clinics to show a sonogram. Well, they checked the box with the state regulation by turning a sonogram machine on. A sonogram machine is basically an oversized laptop. For you ladies that are listening, you know, have been through that. And, but Planned Parenthood, they turn the screen away so they can't see it, see it and view the baby, and they turn the volume off so they can't hear the heartbeat. Mm. So at the Pregnancy Care Center, so that there's absolutely no mistaking of what they're looking at, we have it plugged into a 55-inch screen that is literally about uh, 12 feet away from where the woman is on the table, on mm. the wall. 55-inch mm-hmm. screen. And so when that baby is literally smaller than the size of my little fingernail, we can show her a heartbeat. Mm. 80% that see that screen that are abortion minded change their mind on the spot. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. We call it the miracle room. We have gang member boyfriends that bring them in, not knowing where they are. I mean, it's faith based. We, we've got stuff about Jesus all, all over the place. Don't know where they are. They're there to get an abortion because they got their, their girlfriend pregnant. He, and we bring him into the sano, and we've had this happen not once, not twice, many times, where he sees that sano and goes to his knees, begins to weep, and throws his hand out, grabs her hand while she's on the table, and says, that's a life. We can't do this. Marry me. Wow. On the spot. Wow. It, it, I mean, and that that happens all, all the time. It's just amazing of what technology, because, and people say, well, is it because this generation is so much more moral and so much more pro-life? No, it's because they believe above the word of God, above everything, they believe technology. <laughs> yeah, it's science, right? Oh, if you're yeah. one of the people who believes in the science, uh, you know, uh, you believe in the science, then uh, it's like sonogram machines and DNA tests and all those things that let us know that's not a piece of tissue. Right. Right? It's right. not just another organ in the women's body. Right. That is a that is a life. Amen. And so I love that you guys do that. Now, of course, the reason one of the reasons we're talking about this again is because of the potential of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Correct. Okay. The leaked draft of the Supreme Court ruling. We haven't heard much more yet. We haven't heard. It's kind of gone dark there as mm-hmm. far as mm-hmm. any developments. How does this impact you and what you're doing? Describe that. Well, it impacts us in a, in a lot of ways. First of all, to clarify, Roe v. Wade is most likely not going to be overturned. There is going to be a decision, the law in of itself that was written in 1973 won't so much be overturned as much as there will be a decision to send it back to the states. And then the states, and that's why there are many, several states that have already put laws into effect for state laws, heartbeat bills, just like Texas. Texas mm-hmm. was the first, mm-hmm. and there's many states now that are duplicating that same law and litigating that. So they're getting prepared. They're getting get geared up because right. it's going to come back to the states. We're, we're very, very confident that it's going to be overturned in the sense that it's going to come back to the states and allow the states to decide. Which is where our laws are typically done. Where, Most of the laws we're needs under to be, are state laws. Where it needs to be to begin with. Right. And how is that going to impact us? There's a lot of people think, well, you know, if that's going to happen, especially in the state of Texas, well, there's not going to be any need for pregnancy care centers because they're not going to be able to do abortions in the state of Texas. Eh, wrong. 
we're going to be even busier because now there's going to be even more ladies that are like, where do I go for hope? Right. What do where, I do? Where, where do right. I go for, for care? What, what am I supposed to do? So we think that there's a real good chance that we're going to be hiring staff. Well, and you just keep doing what you've been doing. Yes. That's what people need to yeah. understand. See, that's why Dave, I love our relationship and you know, we love what you guys do because people say, well, you know, and again, thoughtful, caring people. Well, what about, these women who are poor and they're not going to be able to care for their baby. And what about these people who can't afford this? What about these people? I'm like, well, that's why we do what we do. You, you think, you know, there's a reason the Christian church helps with adoption, helps with pregnancy planning and help, helping, helping with supplies and food and even housing and things like that. All those things, because we believe, yes, we need to show compassion. It's not like it's enough to say, okay, no abortions. Right. Now we want to step up, but that's the point. You're already doing that. Yes, right? I'm so glad you touched on that because so many people think that, well, these pregnancy care centers around the country, and there's, I guess maybe there's some that are like this, but I, I, I seriously doubt it. But they think that, well, we go to all this trouble, get all this technology, all this equipment, everything else, and we say, well, yeah, you're pregnant, you're having a baby, that's a baby. And she, and then, okay, be warm, be filled, you're out the door. No, that's when it just starts. <laughs> that's where the care kicks in. That's when the care kicks in because then we roll out the red carpet and we take them upstairs and we show them this beautiful boutique with these brand new baby clothes, brand new maternity clothes, strollers, cribs, diapers, formula, everything that you can possibly imagine that's associated with pregnancy, we have it. Yeah. But instead of just saying, here it is, here's all the freebies. The way that we function is much different than 85% of the centers in the nation. There's 3,000 centers in the nation. And what we do is we say, okay, you can have any of this, but we need you to come to Bible studies classes. We need you to come to parenting classes. And every time you come, we're going to give you $25 of monopoly money. We call them diaper dollars. Right. Every class you come to, here's 25 bucks so that you can then go shop for yourself in our boutique. Right. So there's buy-in, there's accountability, there's responsibility. There's also training. There's, and there's training, training and education. And that's where the real transformation takes place Yeah, is in those classes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love it. Some of you might be thinking, oh, that's manipulative. Why don't you just get with no strings attached? Because the problem is folks who are, are often in crisis like that, they have no network. They, ha- they haven't had the proper education. We absolutely believe that Jesus Christ is the answer, that his presence makes all the difference. But once someone comes to Christ, they are filled with the spirit. They connect in Christian community. And we believe that's what people need desperately. Amen. Amen. And so that's why this process is so important. Uh, Dave, how can people kind of learn more and get involved? I've been to your center. It's beautiful, by the way. You need to go by. It's on Louis Pasteur. Yep. Uh, look them up and go by for a visit. It's it's really a beautiful place. But how can people say, if someone, maybe there's someone out there who's saying, wow, I have, think I'm pregnant. I think I have an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, how can they find out more? And what well, maybe someone wants to volunteer or give or participate. The simplest thing is just to, to go to our website at sapregnancy.org, sapregnancy.org. And there's all kinds of ways that you can help out, obviously. And, and I don't say this lightly. You know, you hear so many ministers say, well, you know, just pray for us. No, no, pray for us. We, right. we, we need prayer. I mean, there are pregnancy care centers. We're beefing up security. Why? Because right. pregnancy care centers, because of the Supreme Court decision, are being attacked all over the country. And we're taking it very seriously. Mm. So pray for us. Pray for our safety. You know, how ludicrous. You know, women should have the right to be able to kill their babies, and we're going to go kill 
pregnancy care center people too. I mean, because they're trying to save babies. I mean, it's just, we're living in a crazy, crazy time. So pray mm. for the center, praise for uh, its effectiveness. Give, you know, it, it costs $1,000 to save a life. You know, I go to have lunches with businessmen in the community every, almost every day. And they say, well, uh, you know, how much do how much do you need? And I say to them, how many lives do you want to save? Hmm. Because it literally costs us between a thousand and twelve hundred dollars. That's for all the support, the supplies, supplies, the staffing, everything, everything. everything. That's what it. And the interesting thing is, is they've done these surveys across the country. No matter what the size of the pregnancy care center is, it comes out to about the same thing between a thousand and twelve hundred dollars to save a Hmm. life. And so that's what I tell people all the time. There's a man uh, in in our uh, as part of our donors that call him the, the 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 Oscar Schindler of the Pregnancy Care Center. You were at the gala. Right. He he has saved over a thousand lives. Well, wow. What's a thousand times a thousand? That's over a million dollars that wow. that one man has given to wow. save lives. It's it's incredible mm. what God's doing. Well, Dave, thank you. If you are interested, go to sapregnancy.org. Uh, I know they give you a tour. If you're interested in volunteering, there's information there. If you're interested in maybe some more information and maybe you need some pregnancy care, they are there for you. Dave, thanks for being with us. We yeah, really appreciate thank it. Thank you, brother. It's been a privilege. Thank you, guys. God bless. Hey, Sean, thanks for bringing Dave to the table. I, I learned a whole lot more about the ministry I didn't know yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's a great ministry. And what, what we have to understand is they're equipped to do things that we go boy, they're important, they need to happen, but we're not necessarily as a church mm. equipped to do. We can support, we can support women who are in the process, but they are specialists. And so I'm very grateful for them. They serve on the front line and they're a great ministry. I encourage you to pray for them. I encourage you to visit their website and support them. And, uh, you know, they can give you more information as you maybe want to take some next steps. Uh, Pastor Sean, uh, June is here. I think you're going to step out for the pulpit for a couple Sundays, right? You can have you got a deep bench too. Yes, I do have a deep bench. Uh, we're going to do a series called faith talks Mm -hmm. and I've got actually my son, Ryan is kicking us off. Ryan, uh, pastor of landmark church. Now, uh, he's going to be the first, uh, we're going to get to hear from our next gen pastor, Jamie McGuire. We're going to get to hear from Willie Mayfield, who is always a wonderful kind of addition to the weekend messages and, uh, pastor Mike McGuire our executive pastor. So, you know, the ministry's not going to drop. I'm going to have to, they're, they're going to raise the bar and I'm going to have to step, step up. up. Step up. I like it. Put some pressure good, on the good. old man. Come good. on. You know, right. now you're not going, you did this before when, when your son was speaking here, you went and spoke at his church. You're not no, doing, we're not doing that. I'm okay. actually going to be here this weekend, oh, but, good. but I'll be a man of leisure. Nice. <laughs> You'll be wearing your usual clothes. Right? <laughs> I, <won't, laughs> no I, will be, I will wear clothes. So yes. Thank you, Barry. No, no, no. You're not afraid. Uh, well, anyway, well, Pastor Sean, uh, what time's church? 9.30, 11.30 each Sunday. We're at 16765 Lookout Road. Our web address is reallife.org. I hope you'll come by and see us. And uh, we want to help you along the road to real life. And if you know someone that needs to hear this message, this podcast uh, on the Pregnancy Care Center, please share it uh, with them. And uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. God bless. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.